Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the BFAM podcast. I'm Jonathan Breeden. It's your boy, Gabe Mack. And we have a lot to discuss today, primarily uh, talking about America and what has been going on as of late, the uh, George Floyd situation, which is extremely unfortunate. Um, but to a lot of us who are African-American, it's not really a big surprise. Um, this is something that's been going on for years. Uh, the only difference now, as opposed to what's been going on in the past, is that people actually have phones to record uh, the issues that are going on and actually get uh, the abuse of uh, power and excessive force and things like that are now being shown to the world. Um, so what do you think about it, G? It's even sad that for things to still be captured, murders to be happening online, for us to have to sit through, not even sit through, just, just open your phone up and seeing somebody be murdered in cold blood on your phone, like, I've witnessed that countless so many times now. I'm only 24, and it's just sad that we even got to go through that. Yeah. And for that to ha- for it to happen, and for millions and millions of people to watch it, and for it to just for people to just get off with no charges and walk away, like they didn't just kill a human being. Yeah. Killing brothers and sisters, sons, fought like everything, like that's, breaking families apart. Yeah. I think uh, there is, there's some confusion amongst, you know, those who are not uh, immediately affected by uh, this situation. And I think in general, when a life is lost, I think everybody should care. I think that's the human part of us. Everybody should care. There should You should never be numb to the fact that somebody's lost a life regardless of their color. But I just think if it's something consistently happening over and over again with the same uh, specific race of people, and something needs to be done done about it, and this is this is a sad normalcy in America that it is that like some of the stuff that is normal in America is not normal, especially in our community, bro. It's just a lot of stuff is just it's it's not normal, and things need to be changed. Like there's a lot of stuff that we think is normal, and it's just not. As like even just walking across the street, and I see another individual of a different color, and they cross the street. Me, right. with me, you know how it is when we get pulled over. You making sure that you, yo, I'm, like we gotta we gotta survive stuff that we shouldn't have to even survive. Right, like that's right. not something that we should an encounter with the police. It never, it, it shouldn't be that. Even with just walking in a room, and the first thing if you see somebody, you gotta de-escalate situations to make sure that things don't even happen. Like I've been in situations where I walk, uh, I'm not even walking in a room, getting on an elevator, like. And they and people just you get scared, you get tensed up. I'm like, like, right. and you I'm gotta, not gonna do anything. Yeah, I'm I'm taking a walk around a, around my neighborhood, and you you see people, and you gotta make sure that like my hood's down. I gotta make sure I don't got no do rag going or something like that. And I, ain't, I like you don't even know me as a human being, right? But at least respect me as one, right? But I gotta be always on 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 my toes to deescalate and and just take like how I feel. Make sure that people don't feel no threat. Like we're walking around like we really a threat, and it ain't even like that. Yeah, uh, I've been telling people too that uh, a few of my clients who are open to have this discussion, I was letting them know that it is a challenge to be African American male um, in America, but with wisdom you can avoid a handful of situations to where you have to interact with the police, um, just to avoid the chance of something happening. Uh, but I did explain similar to what you're saying, how you have to be kind of on your toes and act differently. You kind of can't just be 
comfortable within your own skin. Yeah. I know like if we're walking and I see, um, let's just say a, a white person or whatever, and I'm in their neighborhood. Uh, when I say their neighborhood, meaning like if I don't live there and I'm just going for a walk because I know a family member who lives there or I'm at a friend's house or something like that. Uh, a lot of times I do that because eventually I would like to live in a bigger home and a nice, a nicer neighborhood. I'm already in a, a nice home in a nice neighborhood, but my goals are big. So when I go to these other environments and I scope out the property and I'm looking at uh, the houses that are for sale and I'm trying to get the phone number to call to eventually get a showing or something, I'm like, okay, I need to make sure when a person sees me that. Uh, I make them as comfortable as possible, meaning sometimes I will smile. Uh, sometimes I will say hello to them first on purpose. Um, I would, uh, if I'm on the phone, I wouldn't be as aggressive, like loud on the phone. Uh, make sure like I'm talking calm because I don't want to offend anybody within that environment or, or make them feel uncomfortable to the point where they need to call the police just because I'm walking in the neighborhood. Everybody who's black is not a thief. Everybody who's uh, black uh, it doesn't mean they can't control their emotions, but I know that it has been a negative um, stereotype that's been put on us throughout generations because of the whoever's behind the scenes are promoting it, right? They've been very successful with it, but that's really not the fact. I mean, we're educated. We keep jobs. We, we're involved with our families. We, we're human beings, right? And I think once you divide the color part, stop everybody so big on the color part. If you just look at everybody as human beings, you'll notice that, Hey, we're supposed to have equal rights. And yes, it says liberty and justice for all. But when that was written to say liberty and justice for all, that was not including black people. It was for all those who are behind making those rules and those laws. But I say this country was built on something that didn't include us at all. Right. Took us from took us from another place, from our home brought us here we weren't even deemed as human beings when this country was being built we fought for freedom for this country and still wasn't free in our in this country even through peaceful protests in the past there were times where we were still being hosed and dogs were still sicked on us and uh, a lot of things people forget that in the past in terms of the relationship with the police uh, there was a time where uh, there were public lynchings and police were actually sent on the scene to make sure that it was uh, a controlled environment That's for it I to mean, go if you look back at the police and what it was for when this country was built, police were slave catchers. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what the whole police force was built right. on. And and now you fast forward to today, a lot of those generations and generations and generations, there are there are people that like white supremacists, KKK groups that have been police for generations. Right. And it's still like they grow up and that's what they want to be. And they're the ones that's in our neighborhoods. We live in neighborhoods where they're ninety percent black mm -hmm. but then the whole group of policing is my majority of right, 90 percent of them yeah or white yeah, yeah. Right. so it's like it's not even and if they already have these preconceived notions of that we're animalistic and things yeah, like and that that they've learned from their parents and their previous parents taught them is generational belief yeah. systems that are toxic that are being passed on but one thing i do want to highlight is that the police itself is not the problem it's the people who are hiding their true character behind the uniform. So, so many times, like we just say police, police, police. It's not the police. It's the person in the uniform. The overall narrative of police has changed throughout the years. I know in the past, like I had mentioned earlier, through the lynchings and different things that they were a part of, hosing and harm, harming innocent people because they were primarily racist, put in these positions of power to keep us African Americans down and also in a position where we will feel less than, right? But now, 
it's not that much. Like I know for sure, I I have at least four or five friends who are in the police force of Harrisburg, um, Susquehanna, Paxton Township, who I'm really close with. I know some sergeants who, uh, from high school, who are a sergeant now, who I still can call on the phone. So I had nothing against police. My problem is the people who are in the uniform who are racist, <laughs> who have a preconceived notion that I'm in a black neighborhood. This is my territory that I'm supposed to be making sure I'm protecting and serving. There's a great chance that when I go or I get a call that something's going on, oh yeah, that black person did it or they're guilty. Or the first thing I should do is to grab my weapon as opposed to trying to deescalate the situation. But that's That's the problem I have. Been through no proper training. And then like you said earlier, well, we have to be on our toes. I still think that there's situations that we can't avoid. Like just because we walking around the way we are, like you said, they got that preconceived notion and they acting out of nothing but fear that we doing something that we right. got no business doing. Right. But then again, you got to look at the training and how long it, it takes to become a cop. You go to the academy for eight weeks and then that's it. Now, I'm 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 not fully educated on everything that goes into to it, mm-hmm. but I definitely feel as though they need to be there needs to be more of I think they should be taking psychology classes and, and learning how to deescalate situations and and. It has to just be a, a way more thorough vetting process for cops to be cops. Like Yeah, I agree because they're you, given that power, man. That's the ultimate yeah, power. And then it's like like it's a law enforcement. Yeah, so but it's also like you said, like there are situations where they are controlling environments and and trying to help and protect us. But if you if there's if that's not in your mind, if you're just out here just to get a paycheck and do like there's no there's no moral compass right now with the police now like you said you there are there are good cops out there we're not we're not saying that but for the vast majority there has been a lot of just wrong it's just been wrong police have just been terribly wrong with a lot of things going on today my my biggest problem with everything are those who are insensitive enough to the situation to say it's not that bad and that things have gotten better. That that's my biggest thing. Um, because it's not the fact that officers who are sworn in <laughs> to protect and serve every human being, okay. I, if I'm going to you for help and there's a chance I could die, that's like where do we go from there? Like, like if if you are a person, let's say for instance the George Floyd case. Let's say for instance George Floyd, and with that name George. He could have been a white man. He could have been Hispanic. You know, like, okay, let's just say he was a white man. And that was still the same officer with his knee on his neck. I would feel the same exact way. Like, what is going on? Not even that. The situation for it to even be caused, like, he paid for his... He said he had counterfeit money. He had fake money. But but even if it was fake money, $20, $20 doesn't get you arrested for, for... like it, it's just the it's average so person. Yeah, the average person is probably using fake money without even knowing it. We don't know. And then that, but that's the biggest thing that, with all of these cases, it's like we're not doing anything, but be, we're just we're living life. We're being human beings, paying for groceries, just sleeping in our own beds, just doing walking down the street, doing what we normal human beings do, and cops are coming. And escalating the situation to a point where people are losing their lives. Right. And that is, is just sad that we can't even, we're not even doing nothing. 
But then you got uh you got people terrorists, white terrorists that are out here shooting and killing mass mat like a mass mass amounts of people mm-hmm. and they're being apprehended, fined, taken care of while in custody. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't understand it. How does a person who actually has a weapon get treated better than a person who doesn't have a weapon? And at I've all? seen countless, countless videos from all of the mass shootings in the past. I don't know since I've been alive, and all of them have been white people. Yeah, just just to see like that they're apprehended, fine, and we're we're literally living a normal day life. Something's wrong with that. Man. Something's wrong. Yeah, man. something's wrong with that. Something's definitely wrong with that. Where is the value in life, and why is there, there different is standards? None. There's no value in our life. If we if we commit the same crime as black people, as somebody who's white, we should both they should all get the same punishment. That's, one That's thing, never like, been a reality like, in America. I don't want to be the type of person who is begging for, I want to be like, I want the same privileges as white people. And I don't want that. We just want to be treated right. as human beings. I want to be, I want equality. I don't want to be white. I'm happy to be black. Uh, I'm, I'm comfortable with my own skin. I will not live in fear because throughout, throughout the, all these years, like this is not brand new. The George Floyd situation is not brand new. Right. Like, Every African-American who's lived, man, men for sure, who had any interaction with cops, uh, they weren't like, oh, well, where'd that come from? They were just like, wow, again? Really? Yeah. And then it's like, we young, it's young kid, young young kids are, are like us. We're young kids having to learn that from our parents. Like, nobody, you don't have to go through that. As a white kid, right. having to sit down and have a conversation. Right. Yo, if you are out and something happens and the police are involved, this is how you got to act. Right. Should yeah. never I, be a situation I, like that. I've had a client tell me that. That was, that was what our talk was. Uh, I had brought that up earlier. I didn't finish the, the statement. I got lost track, of course. She has said, it's interesting, John, that you, you have a son now. You have to give him the talk. And I say that not, with quotations. Yeah. I have to give him the talk that if you get pulled over... Make sure your hands, like most people say, keep your hands on the stairwell. I don't. I put my hands on the window so they can see where my hands are exactly. I don't move until they give me permission to move for any reason at all. I make sure everybody in the car, because most recently I got pulled over uh, for, um, what is that, uh, tags, registration or whatever, expired or whatever. And I was like, all right, I didn't make an illegal turn. I wasn't speeding. What's going on? And my car was full. I actually had one of my mentees with me who's white. And my young young boy with me, Max was with me. One of my good friends was in the back back seat. My son was in the back seat, and there's a car seat. So I'm just thinking, like, all right, uh, I got people with me. I should be all right, but still, just in case, yeah, everybody he, just chill. And that's the crazy thing. Even with uh, Philando Castillo, like he was, him, his his wife, and his daughter. Like, how do you shoot somebody unarmed? Do like, there's no regard for human life. None. Did did the officer who shot him? What was his What was his punishment? What was his consequence? He walked away. He this is what nothing. I'm saying. Why is that? That like if you're going. That's what I'm saying. Then it's like, understanding. If you get the title as a police officer, man, yes, it's a noble job. You have to do the job, and if you don't qualify for the job, don't do the job. And if you are actually get hired, there should be somebody constantly looking at the people behind the job. We do it when sports. And then, like you said earlier with the equality, that's what I was about to say. Like, I don't think that's enough for me. Like, we need justice. We need a lot more to just for things to be just even working towards better. Yeah. Like, we're not even they're not we're not even at the bare minimum of just being treated as human beings. Hmm. You know what's interesting, yo? So, 
I was looking at Hollywood. I was looking at some other TV shows, um, billionaires. And as of late, even before the George Floyd situation, I said, man, why is everything so white? You see the commercials. Everything like, and, and, and let me make this clear. My godmom, when when I was born, my godmom is white. I have nothing against white people. I love white people. Um, even the people, literally, my business, I, I, I work and train white people, black people. I don't have nothing no, at all. My problem is the issue. Not it's, And it's not the people. It's the people, be, it's the white people behind the problem. It's not all white people. As we said earlier, it's not all police. Okay, so we can't just make that generalized statement. But my problem is, why is it a vast majority commercials, white, movies, white? I looked up top 10 clean comedians, nine out of 10 were white. And the other person who wasn't white was Asian. I'm like, yo, black people do exist. We do do good things. We got money too. We buy things. And I even thought in terms of billionaires, I feel like, or billionaires, millionaires, successful. I feel like if you are white and successful, it's great. But if you're black successful, it's like, yo, how the heck did he do that? It's an anomaly. Right, because things there are there are you don't you're just not given the same opportunities. But to say that, <laughs> that's that's back, what it comes down but to. But it goes back, like you said, it's a generational thing, like from what this nation has been built on. Exactly. So we built a nation, right? They go to Africa, they bring us over here, we work. They brought us over here to be slaves. So when people say, yo, it doesn't make sense, that's what makes sense. You're not, they're not seen as a human being. You were brought here as a slave. That's why it's easy for some people to just do that. The most wild thing about all of that is in schools, you're taught this history Mm -hmm. of what happened with America and Christopher Columbus. And all of it is, it's just, it's nothing but. I think that's why too. It's so, it's so gruesome. It's so whitewashed. Exactly. The past is so gruesome with the lynchings and everything is so gruesome that if they showed it now that what, what, what people's white people's mentalities were, their true colors in the past, it will offend people right now. So that's why a lot of people really, we got to understand where they're coming from. The people were like, it's not that bad. They don't know how bad it was because it's not in the history. They, books. It's not even, it's not being taught in school. I should say being coming here. You, how are you going to come? Like just, just the reality of the situation makes no sense as to like, any like your your history is just nothing but lies. You come here and you take somebody else's land, right? Kill off the people that were already here. Thanksgiving, right? Then you go and take other people, detach them from who they really are, bring them here. They're deemed Chain not them, even human. Whip them. Deemed not even human. Use them to build the country, and still today, we run the culture. But everything else is how it's always been. White people just monetize off of what we've been doing. Yeah. And it's, then, been, it's been like that. But what about the, the people? Well, what about the black on black crime? That's a that's a that's another thing. That's that's a, a, I think that's a privileged statement. It's a very privileged statement. And then when you talk about that, it goes back to the same thing. It's all about that's a that's a more of a, a, a we don't we're, we're not afforded the right resources and anything to even make it out of where we are. We don't have the, the economics in, in the situations where we live at are horrible. So the only thing that we ever had, then the mayors and, and the people in charge, like you said earlier, people behind the scenes, primarily white. They're not, we're not afforded the same institutions 
public schools are run down and, and then you got the nice suburban schools. Like it's all it's 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 really that simple. It's it's not even that simple. It's just that crazy that people don't even look at the big picture of what's really going on. Yeah. And I, I think for those just to turn on a different different leaf in a, in a sense. Everybody cuz we have to keep saying this. No, everybody I mean, honestly, who's white. No, I, this part. Oh, go everybody ahead. who's white is not the problem. I'm not cuz honestly too the racist people are the problem. Those who take opportunities from African Americans or see African Americans as less just because of color of skin, they are the problem. And I'm also say this too, because it's a lot of it, it's a lot of it's a lot of black people too that are looking for the confirmation and approval of those white people too. Right. There's no way that if I'm a black cop right now, I'm I'm right I'm doing what uh, I'm joining that fight. Right. I'm on the other side of it. I'm taking my I'm taking my stuff off and I'm marching with the people. Right. 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 Because it's like y'all y'all trying. Yeah. Like like are you serious? And it's about equality. This is not like hey, black people are better, and white justice. people are better. Yeah. Just all about equality and getting and doing things the actual right way for the word of justice for all. Like the actual word justice. Like how you gonna segregate justice though? You get justice. You get equal rights. Ah. Uh, it depends on your situation. Only if it's black on black, then we'll we'll deem to see who who's right there. But that's not it's not equality at all. And I think too for those people who are who know of the people who are racist or um or in the environment and know people are in power and they don't see everybody through a fair lens, they should be called out. So what I mean is, if I'm robbing a bank or if I'm making plans to rob a bank and G knows about it. He's just as accountable as I am, even though he didn't go to the bank at all. Yeah, and that's he should be like, yo, no. That's what I'm saying though, and that's another thing. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people, like a lot of white people, if y'all want to know how y'all can help, don't sit by and just in black. And, and if if we talking about them cops, says if you a black cop in those rooms, you should be using the that the reason why you got there is to create change. Right. Don't sit by and just don't say anything. Right. And white people. In those, don't come down to our level because we're fighting a fight that we it's, we already been fighting for four hundred years. If you're already up up into those places that we can't get to, use your voice yep. to help us, help yep. us bring us up yeah. as much as you can. Because if you care, if you care, and that's what I'm saying. And don't say you care and you're not willing to speak don't, up because those are two different don't things. Don't be, don't do the bare minimum of saying, "Yo, I'm not racist." That's not enough. That is, you know how that is not that is? enough. I'm so oh, tired I'm not of racist. That. That's not enough. None of that is enough. Prove it. Put your actions behind it. Yeah. Talk that talk. Walk that walk. We're not asking for your help. Well, I guess we are asking for your help. Because at the end of the day, this like you said, it's a human, it's a human issue. Right. We just trying to be get justice. We don't want just, privileges. Exactly. We want to be treated equal. That's the problem I had. I was listening to uh um Shannon Sharp when he was talking about it. And it, it can't kind of came off to me as if, um, and not only just him, other people with influence on TV and stuff, we're saying like, you know, we want to be treated a certain way. Say something. Do that. Yeah. Like we should be treated. All we're looking for is equality. We're not begging for a handout. We're not, we're just like, yo, it's the right thing though. Yeah. But, but as, and as coaches and stuff are speaking up and they're saying these things about the flag and the troops and stuff and players, you're missing the picture. And, and, and honestly, I still don't get how you're missing the picture because it's it, privilege, bro. Uh, yeah. But that it just, it, to me, it's like, it's that crazy. Like 
y'all wanted us to do a peaceful protest, and y'all condemned, y'all y'all killed this man's career, everything with Colin Kaepernick and what he did. Right. And year and now we're looking back at it a couple years later, and the same the reason why he did a peaceful protest is still happening. And then y'all look at him and say, "Oh, why y'all rioting? I really don't care why yeah. we're rioting. Burn yeah. burn this whole country down. I really don't <laughs> care. Burn it down because honestly." The whole system needs to be built anew anyway because of the foundation it was built on. Right. Everything needs to come down. Yeah. Talking about reform is not just one thing. The whole thing. The whole thing needs to come down. The 13th Amendment, talking about literally if you become a criminal, like now you're pretty much a slave of the state. Like it's wild. And then like you said, like you said, we were just talking about with the... With the flag, that that whole thing that pissed has me nothing off. Nothing to do with talking anything. about. Oh well, my 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 grandparents fought. All right, we get that. Our Ours ancestors, did too. We did too. <laughs> Came back here, we still wasn't free. Fighting for a country that didn't even that don't even want us to be here. Right. That's right. wild. So we're not hearing that. We take that back to the take that back to where y'all want to come from and listen to what's really going on. Right. But that's the thing. I don't think they the people who were saying that. I just don't think they really care. So they should just keep their comments to themselves. But you know, we live in a Free. I'm glad they're speaking country. up. Yeah, because we, we know, know who they are. We know who you are. Yeah, we know exactly, we know exactly who, who you are. Speak yeah. up. And uh, I just think, just as much as the ignorant are speaking up, those with knowledge should speak up. And as I said, speak up if you have a problem. If you have a problem with what's going on, as you should as a human being, speak up. Do something about. It. Don't just sit there and be like, "Oh yeah, that's a shame. What's going on? Why is some? Why does something has to directly affect you? Why does it have to be your brother, your sister, your cousin, your friend on the sh- on the street with their knee?" with a knee in their neck as they're pleading for their life, saying that I can't breathe. Why does that have to be the situation? As a human being, you should care about everybody as a whole. You really should. As, like I said earlier, people just, like, not even doing a bare minimum, and then people think the bare minimum is just saying I'm not racist or just staying quiet. Use your voice. Talk out. Speak out. When you see some, when you see wrongdoings going on, speak, be a voice of change. Right. Like, that's what we're doing now. Speak up. Talk about the situations. Like, I've been in situations, horrible situations. I've been in, I've been, I've been in giant. And when I was at Hagerstown, I was in giant. We just paying for our food. We wasn't, we wasn't moving fast enough for this lady, so she come out. Oh, you, n-s, uh, wow, wow, situations. <laughs> like, like you don't even know me, brother. You, you wild, you wilding out. We literally walk out the house and we're just trying to survive normal everyday life. Mm-hmm. I just think the George Floyd situation should have never happened. That her his situation never and happened. All of them. Breonna Taylor should never happen. Because you gotta just understand. go all the way down the list. You understand, man? Let me let me paint a scenario for you. First, let me let me finish that statement. It should have never happened because these people were unarmed, right? The police officers came there. They should never even had to grab their weapon. Police officers are trained, even though some people may not agree. With their training methods, they are trained on how to de-escalate situations. At least they're supposed to be, okay? And this was a prime example. You have uh, three cops or four cops on top of, three cops on top of a gentleman who already has handcuffs on him. What is he going to do? He's face down on the ground. What's the threat? For the situation, like I said, we're talking about a $20 bill. That's a conversation. Right. Yo, is it real or fake? It's fake. All right. $20. Cool. Right. Yo, somebody got $20. But come to find out, it probably, it wasn't even fake. It wasn't fake. I'm yeah. just saying for the situation, let's say it was. It's $20. $20 cost <laughs> that man his life. Right. Being right. in my being in being in our own homes costs us our life. A tail light costs us our life. See, and that and this is what I'm talking about. 
these are situations where people are dying from any everyday situation that happens to the average person. But it just seems like vast majority of people dying are black. That's the problem. So that's why society needs to change in that regard for equality. That's it. Now, the biggest reason why these things are crazy, crazily ridiculous, like it makes no sense. These are unarmed people. They don't even have any weapons. They not like I said, we just living life. They don't have weapons. That's what I'm saying. So technically, let's say they did have a weapon. Let's say the guy did have a gun. Let's say George Floyd did have a gun on him, right? But he had it on him, and he told the police officers, "Hey, I have a gun. I have my gun license, with, right?" Uh, they, but he says that this whole narrative of what's going on, I bet you it would have changed because they've already tried to blame it on. They tried to say he was high or something like that, and he had some pre uh, pre existing conditions. They tried to say he had the coronavirus before. Come on, man! None of, none what of are that we stuff doing? matters. None of that stuff matters. But bro. what are we doing? He died because of dude putting his knee on his neck. What are we doing, man? He couldn't breathe for nine you minutes. Know what, you know what's so sad about this, bro? Even more so, because the situation, period. Like I said, I don't care if he was black, white, don't matter. People in Ireland, all over the world, are protesting. As they should. As they should. How do people from another country understand what's going on besides the people who are physically here living in it? What are they protesting for? Well, but what about the riots? The riots are not the people protesting. Those are two different categories of people, man. How is that so hard to see? And at the end of the day, I don't even care. Just join. But I don't condone the rioting, though. Like, yeah, it's, no, it's I bad. I don't it. condone it. It's to the point now where it's, like, it's yeah, out of control. They shouldn't. They should not be rioting. You should be doing a protest respectfully because then that invites more violence to continue to go. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, yo, I do not condone the, 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 the rioting, but I will say this. If you are relying on the law to protect you and the law does not protect you, what are you supposed to do? You act out. We've been being ignored for years, man. And it's time for things to change. Yeah. It's time for things to change. You know, there, there are even people in leadership roles from the past when the laws and things of that nature were being written were like legitimate white supremacists or were just like, the vote race is saying that, hey, you know, the white race will always be the dominant race. Like, what? What type of time are you on? And these were people who were in charge. So, but these aren't the things we legitimately talk about. When Abraham Lincoln had ended slavery, when he uh, signed to end slavery, and then we were promised the 40 acres and the mule, as soon as he was assassinated, the next president, Andrew Johnson, they eradicated all that. Oh, no, the laws now have been deemed toward the Negro. Like, uh... We've only worked for the past 400-something years for you guys. It doesn't make sense on why we shouldn't be given something. So it's not even like we're, we're asking for something that we don't deserve. We back pay. Like, we, hey. we deserve the land. We work for it. So it's just different things. Like, it, it literally, bro, it's all over the place. Like, I talked about the TV, the commercial, all our dollar bills. Like, come on, you mean to tell me that there is no black anything? Like, we didn't create the security system. We didn't come up with the, the traffic light. There's different things that we've came up with, but it's almost like, nah, but they, they're not humans. They didn't contribute to society at all. Why, though? Like, we should not be getting treated as if we just came here to reap all the benefits of America without putting any skin in the game. We put more than skin in the game. We put blood and tears in the game. Generations of, of poverty, generations of being mistreated, and not giving for opportunities in this time for that to change. I think though, I, I have a lot of hope. I think this time, I think this is actually going to be the turning point. I hope so too, man. Because 
look at it. Segregation ended in 1969. Bro, that's not long ago. Mm -hmm. Dad was born in 1970. Right. I, I talked to Grandma about how she had lived coming <laughs> up. She was born in 1950. And her mom, like, you trace it back. This is not, this, we're not far from anything at all that has going on. These are the first steps. This is the, the so honestly, this than, is less than 170 years, less than 70 years. This is a revolution right here. Like you said, we hoping for definitely change. And I think, like I said earlier, it's, it's, it's going to be, I don't even know what to say because I just think everything needs to be changed from the, every like, round up. Yeah. Because we've been in, it's not even, it's, it's crazy that we still have him first black, like we just had the first, I think. Uh, right. Like it's just that's just in twenty twenty. We just now getting first black president. Uh, what before Trump? Uh, uh, so, uh the late uh, can uh, let me let me look it up real quick. But yeah, uh, first, she's the first first mayor of uh, I think St. Louis. But like just stuff like that. Like we're not we had we're just now being able to get put into positions of power to actually try to make some change. And then even when we got like you said, Obama was just the first black president. He was in office and still didn't really create enough change to do anything to change the needle. So when he gets out, this is what we revert back to. People are scared to change, though, G. It has to happen. Think about it. If you were a person of white privilege, right, and it, nothing negative has ever affected you, you've literally been in control of your own destiny your whole life, and then you hear the word change, the first thing you think is, whoa, whoa how's that going to affect me? Yeah, because it's not... But well, why would you just, want it to change if it doesn't affect you? This is for us, though. That's what I'm saying for us. I think um, we got to just... We got to stay mad, honestly. We got to take this energy and continue it. And we need people to... We need our own... Our, our color, our people to get into office, run for House of Representatives. It's for Latinos, Senate, too. It's not just black. It's Senate, Latinos, the, too. Uh, I'm pr I'm just saying primarily just for us, just because yeah. we black. But I'm um, I'm the reason why I say, I'm talking about minorities though. Yeah. Because it's the very as easily as that happened to George Floyd, that could have very easily been a Hispan a person of Hispanic descent. Yeah. I'm just yeah, I know. So I, I'm I, saying I minorities, people of color. I'm just saying that our like we need to be represented in America because we, we represent a, a huge, large demographic of people who live here. So we need to, to society. Be, we need to have people exactly. We need to have people that are in positions of power, ownership of just just ownership of your music, your creativity, all of that. But like I said, we need to be out here voting. So the whole mob of everybody at these riots, we need to take that same energy and we need to be Put it behind the booth. Kill them behind, behind the booth. booth. Yeah. Like uh Killer Mike said, bully your local, uh your government and and figure out who's really gonna make some change around where you live at. And we need to be black judges, black everything. We need to be black uh, police officers. Like, we need to have a face and a voice in these positions of power. Yeah, you're right, Chief. And yeah. for people that's going to actually don't just get there and just, like I said, do the bare minimum, do your job, actually make change. Like, yeah. Actually make change. And, and those who are qualified, we don't just want any black person in position. <laughs> Like, I think some people misunderstand. You just want black. No, the black who are qualified. The same, same stipulation and stuff you do for white. We just want equality. We don't just want people in a position. No, because that makes things worse. Yeah. You need to be able to do the job that's given. You know, so once again, I'm going to say this. I'm going to be very clear. 
The problem is not the police. The problem is the racist or the person who doesn't see equality from all different types of shapes, sizes, colors. They're the problem and they're hiding behind a police uniform. Right? So just like how we, if, if we have a bad, let's say I have one interaction with a police officer and it doesn't go well, I'm going to assume that the rest of them are that way. We cannot do that. It's just as that, a whole, there are great police officers out there who are doing great things. It is, it's just that there's so many bad ones too. It is. It's so, it is. and then it's like people be saying like the whole bad apple thing, but the whole the whole tree is damn near rotten. But but that's the thing though. Cut the tree down. That's what I'm saying. We we gotta if cut the this whole, whole tree, thing. Down. Cut the tree down, rebuild it because we definitely need police. We definitely need uh, law enforcement. I don't even think we it's need, a rebuild. I think it's a. Build a new something. Reconstruction, new. just yeah. yeah, instead of reform, just something brand new. Brand new, man. And like I like we said, it's just laws need to change. Like there needs to be a complete shift in what's really going on here in America. Right. I think for sure that the police officers have a very, very, very difficult task. Right. Like that's a hard job, but it is, and with I, the power that they're given also comes greater responsibility. And if that responsibility, if they're not being responsible with the power they have, they lose the position. Not with the pension. And all. No, if you're fired, you are fired. <laughs> and there shouldn't be a hesitation. Well, he was a cop, so it should take a little bit longer for us to... No, he's a human being as well. He should be treated just like every other human being who commits a crime. I was about to say that. And, and with the police and what they're doing, what they've been doing, they need to be held accountable. That's it. That's Same way we do what, like uh, you said, Chris Rock said the uh, flight attendant. Uh, yeah, they can't. There can't be no. There, there's some jobs that just don't. They they can't have their bad people in the jobs. Yeah. It just can't happen. Right. It can't happen. But we need to be more vocal as a community as well. We need to be reviewing these cops. We need to be making sure that they're actually put it, like they can do the job. Right. Because for like there is no. Like like I said earlier, we just you just go ahead, do, sign up, go through the academy, boom, you're a cop. There's no Again, vetting process. There's nothing. There's too much power <sighs> given to people that don't deserve it. Like you said, it's been generations of people that are known to yeah. be racist, that are known to be associated with hate groups and supremacy and all of that. And it's that's every, not okay. It's not. All of this stuff needs to be vetted out and never and like was you said, okay. And then, the cops need to be able to do their job and treat you know people as human beings. I don't want to cut you off there. Especially us. Bro, so the law is like, uh, now I'm, it's becoming more evident the more I think about what you said previously. Instead of reforming, it needs to be a whole new. You realize, bro, that, that even though the laws, like as old as all the laws and the bro, constitutional the, rights the and stuff was going on. The is so old. They were racist. They, they allowed. They allowed these things. Like, it was a... There was no laws. There was no... There was no structure behind stopping lynching. Like there was no public no, like lynching. Take it back to when what the they Constitution did to was Till? born. Take it back to to when the Constitution was born, bro. It was we didn't we didn't get anything until the Thirteenth Amendment. We had to wait all the way until the Thirteenth Amendment. Presidents have presidents one two like the many presidents with slaves went, went through went by. With they slaves, had slaves. Nothing changed. We weren't. We weren't included in that. No. Constitution does not include black people. What is going it on? Doesn't. How do you miss this? It never has. And even when they try to fix it and make it seem like it did, it wasn't. Things just change. 
from generation to generation, from slaves to mass incarceration. To, it just, it's just a different form. That's it. That's why I keep saying it needs to be built anew on foundations that resemble what America really looks like. I thought it was one nation under God. That's sure what ain't. I thought. Definitely two Americans. That's that's what I thought. I thought that's that's what it says, and it's a shame that what's written is not actually what's being experienced, and that's a, that's a shame. But so this has been a another we episode. Go, yeah, we could keep going. Yeah, we can go and go, but we going we going we going to cut it off right here. Um, you got any last words? I'm gonna cut you off. You last words? Um, just um, I want to continue to be educated as well. So like, please drop your comments below. Um, or any information as far as, just for people, too, as far as, like, learning how to vote, um, just understanding the local local uh, elections and primaries and different things like that. All of that good stuff that we, that us black Americans, and honestly, m- minorities as well, that we're not informed on, because I know a lot of people, like, in my household, we wasn't, I, I don't know if mom and dad ever voted, but I think... I had like I, I wanna I wanna understand everything that's going on. So I've been trying to learn how to do that. I I did go out and do a uh, vote before, but I just want to learn. And some people also were taught that, that they were taught that that like a won't vote make a change. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't no, matter, but go it does. Out, vote, yeah. do what you need to do. But um, any information, just uh, any information like that, just drop it in the comments below. So we can at least have a healthy discussion on on how to create change and how we can do it together. Yeah. Together is the key. White people need to speak up too. Uh, those who say they stand for equality and that how messed up this is, don't don't hide within your comfort. So don't literally be like, well, my life is good. This ain't affecting me. Then you're part of the problem. Yeah. Literally, speak up um, if you have a problem with the issue. And if you don't have a problem with the issue, speak up as well so we know who you are. Mm-hmm. Be bold about it. Be bold about your stance. This is a free country. You get to say whatever you want. So for all those people out there who have uh, positively um, moved uh, for the justice for George Floyd and all those in the previous times who didn't get justice, you know, we thank God for y'all, for who's doing it the right way. For those who are rioting and things like that, we don't condone it. We ask you to take that same energy behind something positive so we can inflict a positive change. And, hey, man, this is the beginning of a new era for all human beings. This has been another episode of the Beat Fan Podcast. I'm Jonathan Breeden. Okay, man.